I wish I could say something that was classy and inspirational, but it just wouldn't be our style. Yeah, I'd like to hear it. SportstownChicago.com. Lombard. Part of the Beyond Air Network and available on the TuneIn app. Hell yeah. Broadcast, Broadcast home for your Windy City Bulls and the Chicago Dogs. We're in a league of our own. Now, here's your SportstownChicago.com scoreboard update. I'm Brandon Janusko with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. It was a back-and-forth battle last night at the United Center as the Blackhawks fell to the Blue Jackets 6-5. Hawks gave up four third-period goals, including two in the final three minutes. They play each other again tomorrow night at 7. Some big NFL news. Texans part ways with star defensive end J.J. Watt after he asked the team for a release. Steelers Marquise Pouncey and twin brother Mike Pouncey of the Chargers have both announced their retirements together. And Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady will undergo minor knee surgery this offseason. Bucks head coach Bruce Arians said that it is a routine cleanup procedure for his 43-year-old quarterback. Bulls-Clippers tonight at 7. Bulls currently sit one game out of the final play-in tournament spot with a third of the season complete. Baseball Cubs agree to a multi-year broadcast extension with Entercom to keep 670 the score as their radio home. PGA, Patrick Cantley has a two-stroke lead after one round at Pebble Beach. And college basketball last night, Eastern Illinois lost to Jacksonville State, 76-64. UIC lost to Indiana-Purdue Indianapolis today, 89-73. Number six, Illinois takes on Nebraska tonight at eight. Western Illinois plays Denver at seven. And this has been your SportstownChicago.com update brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That is right. This is Blow the Whistle. How's everyone's Friday afternoon going? Oh, it's going doing? well. Welcome yeah. to the weekend, boys. Yeah. Well, Welcome well, to the weekend. TJIF, am I right? <laughs> TGIF something. Yeah. Well, we got a show for you guys. We got some NFL rumors that's been going around this whole week. And we're going to be talking a little bit about Blackhawks and the Bulls. So let's get this started. I'm going to hand this off to David since he wanted to... What's going Start on? Off with the What's going NFL on? Rumors? Oh, geez, the biggest news of the day. Come on now. JJ Watt released from the Texans. Yeah, Thought, I know. Thoughts? What what are we thinking here, boys? I'm not too surprised because it just with all the issues that's been going on in that that front office over there, it just cuz I mean first off, they are having issues with their should have been franchise quarterback and now you got your most loyal player that's been there forever. So, I mean, I think it's a good move for J.J. Watt. Get a new scenery, you know, get out of that that, that style over there. Yeah, I, it was clear that he was frustrated there. Uh, it <laughs> definitely sounded like he was oh, going to ask for a oh, trade. really? Say, yeah. <laughs> just, a <little> bit. <laughs> just a little frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's made that clear. He was making it clear throughout the entire season that he was frustrated with management and everything, and it doesn't matter. New coach, new New GM, that hasn't changed anything. He's upset with the owners, and I'm kind of surprised that they just released him outright. 
I'm I don't know the exact cap hit that it will take. I know he only had one year left, so they just found it easier to release him. Obviously, it must not be that big a cap hit. Otherwise, they would have tried to trade him. But it'll be interesting to see where he goes. All right, my question. I, I guess my question to you guys is, though, is he going to chase the ring? Do you think he's going to chase the ring or chase the money? I think, I think he's going for a ring. You know, he's been in the league for so long, and he hasn't gotten to that point yet. And... Not gonna lie, since if we already I've seen the rumors out, uh, Pittsburgh has got a pretty good shot <laughs> at chasing ring. And ironically, his little brother is over there, TJ, and he's he's already started trying I, to get him over there. I love the tweet from TJ. I have that to was say, great. I love the tweet from TJ with the little bring it from the rock. That's <laughs> awesome. Yep. Yeah, if you missed it, it's just no no words to it. It's just the rock. Doing his Doing little his, bring it, his bring little it hand symbol, yep, yep, yep. That's all it was, and yeah, I have to agree. I think Pittsburgh is the favorite to go get him, just because the Watt brothers they've expressed a desire to play together and the chance to have all three of them in Pittsburgh at once. And Pittsburgh, that's a dominant defense already. You add JJ Watt, Jeez, that could put him over the top potentially. That's that's Hayward and JJ in the center of that defense. Yeah. That oh and that to be, it, and to it. So yikes! Yeah, you you throw a Watt brother on either side. It's, oh, who, it's who do you want to have hit you? Okay, a couple <laughs> other teams that have been rumored to be on his wish list: uh, Green Bay, just to go home and play in Wisconsin. And it would it would sure up that defense for sure, a little more in the center. Um, it's possible. I don't. Green Bay is typically not a team to go all out for like a big contract i mean that it's been years they, since reggie white yeah, went there the, and kind of changed the atmosphere so. yeah, yeah i mean they did they went out and got julius peppers and he was an impact player for them when they got him this is new management though it's not it's not who was there when they brought in peppers and brought in obviously reggie white that was years ago but i don't think green bay does that i think green bay is more focused on trying to add to the offense more Fine, than the defense. Finally get weapons for Rodgers. Yeah, get, get receivers <laughs> and maybe add to the offensive line a little bit. They had a good line, but I know some of those guys' contracts are going to be up soon too. All right, another one for you. I'll throw this one to Tyler. Chicago, just because his wife plays soccer here. That I could see as a possibility. I could see, um, and you and me were talking about this earlier, of him, because, yeah, his wife is – over here so might as well bring the whole family over here and then the one thing that was going through my head that I could be thinking of would be a possibility of what the Bears do is well how, how big is JJ Watt's contract it, it doesn't matter he's, okay. he, oh, got, so, he okay. got released you'd be, yeah, he'd be that's signing, true yeah he's, yeah, yeah. He's signing as, yeah, he's so, signing free as a free agent because I was because there's been rumors about what they're going to be doing and trading and what they're going to be giving up for the for a quarterback I would almost wonder if that would be a case where they trade away Khalil Mack because you can get a lot of worth like worth out of that and you get rid of that contract and then you get J.J. Watt in place of him. That's just my opinion, but I don't see that happening. I My personal opinion is I'd love to see Akeem Hicks and J.J. JJ Watt right next to one another. That would be, that would be I would ridiculous. like to see that. But I yeah. think they would be, they'd be more getting rid of a Robert Quinn over Khalil Mack, I think. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, the cap hit on that would be ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, got yeah, way that's, too much. That's got to be insane. 
Okay, the other two teams, which just made me shake my head, uh, Tampa Bay. Did they just won a Super Bowl. The, <laughs> but more than that, did you see them in the yeah. Super Bowl? That defensive front was ridiculous. If you just add another weapon to that front, it's JJ not... JJ and and yeah. Sue right it, next to each other. It's not a question of how many... It's, it's a question of how many sacks will Watt get, but not so much, <laughs> hey, can I get to the quarterback? It's who's going to get there first on that yeah. defensive oh, that line. Bruce, Bruce Aaron's whole mindset is like, I don't care if Patrick Mahomes ran 500 yards from our defense. He needs to run like 600. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one that made me shake my head and go, oh, if this happens, look out. And I'd say look out to the whole NFC. Los Angeles. Chargers? Rams. Oh, Rams. Aaron Donald and JJ Watt together. <sighs> That's scary. That'd be, that would be it's scary. So scary. That would be really scary to see. <laughs> it's possible. But, yeah. I, I mean, and that's kind of the thing. I feel like JJ Watt. If he is chasing a championship, he wants to go somewhere that they already have a star. Maybe, maybe not as big as he. He still probably wants to be like the guy, but. Not by himself. He wants someone else that can take some of the heat off him. Absolutely. That way he's not getting double teamed all the time. That's so, why yeah. I was surprised when Jadavion Clowney was there. I thought that they would be a nasty duo. Yeah. But then and they were for a couple they of years. Were, yeah. They were, yeah. Serious nasty. They were nasty. Yeah, injuries that's were a the big biggest problem thing. for Clowney. That's well, the one for thing both I, of them. When Clowney no, was that's true. When yeah, Clowney both. was healthy, yeah, JJ Watt. goes out with an injury. Yeah, when JJ's yeah. healthy, Clowney goes out. With, <laughs> it was like they couldn't sync up. But when they did, wow, they just took turns. All right, a couple other things that I heard. Um, what would you guys think of getting Derek Carr from the uh, Las Vegas Raiders uh, to the Bears for a 20, 21 first and second round pick? Hmm. That. I'm hesitant. I think Derek Carr would, uh, he'd definitely be an upgrade and I wouldn't mind having him, but giving up both the first and second round pick this year with the number of other holes that the bears, in my opinion, have to fill. I don't like it just because okay. I, I want them drafting somewhat earlier than waiting till the third round. Yeah. This year. I, I'm That's totally, fair. I totally agree with you, Brandon. There's so many holes that we need to fix. Like I think the first priority really is, the offensive line. Well, there's then, no point of getting a quarterback if you can't yeah. protect the quarterback. Yeah. Let me ask you this then. Why not go after his backup? Mariota? Mariota. Yeah. It'd be worth, you would not have to give up he, as much. He should be cheaper. Yeah, definitely. And I like Mariota. I, I think he'd fit I, the system really yeah, well. He's he's more mobile than, uh, well, not he, more mobile than Trubisky, but yeah. he's a more Ooh, on the more mobile I'd say mobile he's side. more mobile than Trubisky. I think so. I would, okay. I would I, say he's had a year or two to heal up and get himself healthy. And a healthy the the problem with Mariota in Tennessee was that he he was always getting banged up because he was constantly getting hit. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think he's matured and learned that okay, let me get X amount of yards and either slide or go out of bounds instead of taking that punishing hit. Funny thing, I wanted him. Um, after we already knew that he wasn't going back, going with sticking with Tennessee, because that was when we had Mark Helfrich as our OC, and that was his old head coach. I thought that would have been a good pick, but yeah, I think now I wouldn't. I wouldn't complain about Mariota. All right, to give up. I got a couple more names. I'm gonna throw out trade or stay. Okay, and you guys let me know. Russell Wilson, stay. You think he's gonna be? Uh, he stay should. Out? I think the Seahawks keep him. All right, Deshaun Watson. 
Well, this one's tough because the Texans are saying they're not going to trade him, but he wants out of there. So I'm just con- I'm curious of what they're going to try to agree on. I'm going to almost bet you that if he does not get traded, he's going to pull Le'Veon Bell. He could yeah, hold I out. Think, I, yeah, I got I, a, I I got a real, real feeling that he'll pull I think either, either way, he's just not going to play. I think I think the Texans will try to keep him. I think he, yeah. will, yeah. he will stay at least in, into late summer, at least. Like, I don't think anything's going to happen soon with Houston trading him. Carson Wentz. He'll be somewhere. I, he, he's anywhere trade. but Chicago. <laughs> I, my personal opinion, go to Green Bay. I think Indianapolis is the best fit for him. Okay. Yeah. It, really. It's I, smaller market. He's not going to have so much pressure on yeah. him to be the man. Mm-hmm. He gets reunited with Frank Wright. I think that's the perfect scenario for him. And he has the best offensive line in football in front yeah. of yeah. him. That doesn't so hurt either. That yeah. would help him a lot. And I think. I think that will happen. I think the Colts right now are just waiting for the Eagles to lower their asking price. All right. Sam Darnold with the Jets or not with the Jets? I I think I don't know. I, I think, think they're going he's not going to go to he's not going to stick with the Jets. I think he gets traded. Yeah. I think he could stay with the Jets. I think he has potential if they decide to build around him, but I don't think they will. I personally think he should go to New Orleans. <laughs> I'm gonna be. Sh- I'm gonna New Orleans. Be, uh, that would oh, be a good fit. I think it'd be a great. That fit would be a him. good fit. New Orleans is uh, <laughs> strapped tight right now with the cap, and he'd be cheap. And the in the last one, and probably the one that's kind of flown under the radar for everybody, Dak Prescott, franchise tag extension, or does he leave? I think he stays in Dallas. They're yeah. they're not gonna let him go. They'll probably talk about an extension, and if they need to, they'll franchise tag him. I think yeah. I think he's gonna stick in Dallas just because how well he was playing before his injury. I, I think he was could have possibly been MVP. I think he gets traded to the Bears. <laughs> how you like them apples, boys? Don't tease me like that. <laughs> All right. Well, that was some great talk about NFL rumors because I always love to see what stuff's gonna happen. But uh, up next, the Blackhawks have been on a solid run these past few games, despite last night's game. But they are above 500 now. Could this be an uphill turning point for their season? We'll let you know here on Blow the Whistle. High School Sports is here in SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball. We at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the League of Our Own. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. When I do it, I feel the blood rushing through me. And I keep going back for more. Carmen Castillo is under the influence of 
Dana, her volunteer trainer. Tuck your chin, Carmen. By spending just one day a week with kids like Carmen, Dana helps them develop interests that keep them away from drugs. Be a coach, a mentor, a volunteer, because you have something to offer. Log on to helpyourcommunity.org or call 877-KIDS-313. Brought to you by the Office of National Drug Control Policy and the Ad Council. This is Joe Perry. And Steven Tyler of Aerosmith for Red. You know, it's okay to rock and roll and party down. Just don't get in that 2,000-pound bullet when you're done and cocked. And please don't drink and drive. Someone that jaded you. A reminder that friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the Ad Council, U.S. Department of Transportation, National Association of Broadcasters, and RAD. I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Mom? Dad? How long should I wait for you? Mom? If I'm at soccer practice. What if something happens? Will you come get me? There's no reason not to have a plan in case of an emergency. Mom, if you're not home, should we go to the neighbor's house? And some extremely good reasons why you should. Can you tell me? Everybody should have a plan. Take five minutes to talk about where you'll meet and how you'll get in touch with each other in an emergency. For other things you can do to be prepared, visit www.ready.gov. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security and the Ad Council. When I found out my jeans were made using child labor and sweatshops, I wrote a letter to the company saying, reconsider your labor practices. A few months later, I get a letter back saying, thanks for being a loyal customer, and they included a coupon for a 25% discount on their jeans. So I got smart, wrote letters every day to all the stores that carry the brand, asking them to stop supporting the companies who use child labor and sweatshops. And I just kept getting letters back thanking me for my concerns and more coupons for more discounts on more jeans. So I'm telling my friend about it, and she flips out, saying that between all the letters and coupons, some paper company cut down a small forest, driving off two indigenous tribes, hundreds of endangered animals, killing thousands of plant species, some of which may have contained vaccines for HIV, cancer, and syphilis. Meanwhile, the guys cutting down the trees are 13-year-old kids who will work night and day for months just to save up enough money to buy a pair of jeans made by child labor in sweatshops. Saving the world isn't easy, but saving a life is. Just one pint of blood can save up to three lives. Visit bloodsaves.com to learn more. This public service announcement was brought to you by the Ad Council. It wouldn't be high school sports without the athletes, the fans, but it also wouldn't be high school sports without the officials. The IHSA is looking for officials in all sports. Officiating is a great way to stay involved with the sport you love. Above all, it's a great way to do something positive for your community. To learn how you can get involved and become a licensed IHSA official, call 309-663-6377. That's 309-663-6377. Or visit us on the web at IHSA.org. Stay in the, the Illinois game. Center for Broadcasting is now the Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design. You can even specialize in TV or film, sports broadcasting, and even sales. No matter where you are in the Chicagoland area, we have a campus near you. The Illinois Media School. Be on TV, be on radio, be on air.com. Mitchell's joined the rush, camped in front of the net. In front and score. Shot by Zadorov, wide off the back wall, scores. Now Kane in front and scores. 
Here's Dabrinkin. Kane scores. Now Kane brings it back. Dabrinkin scores. Here's a drive off the goalpost. Another shot scores. Stedlitz walks in and scores. That is right. The Blackhawks, they looked promising in last night's game, but they ended up falling 6 to 5. Uh, I'm gonna let I'm gonna lead this off with Brandon, our Blackhawks guru. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, give us a little bit about how you felt about last night's game. So last night it looked good. It looked promising. They gave up they gave up a shorthanded goal in the first period, which was just a bad turnover by Bowden. It he ended up coming back in the second period and he scored a goal, and they took the lead and everything. Ian Mitchell scores his first career goal. Congratulations to him. And everything looked good. It looked like they were going to come back, get another win. They had recorded points in 10 of the last 11 going into last night, and it looked good. Everything looked great. And then the f- third period happened. <laughs> the wheels fell yeah. off the bus. They gave up four goals, including two in the final three minutes. Oh my god! What happened? Yeah. What? Because I I was I was at work last night, and we legitimately had the Blackhawks game on, and I left before the third period, I believe, and it was four two. Okay. Yeah. And or right at the beginning of the third period, and I was like, "All right, another win. Looking good. Looking good, boys. Looking good." And I, I. T- I turn on the TV when I come home and it's like six five and I'm like, what happened? So it sounds like what happened is David jinxed him saying, I'm Oh sorry, yeah, oh, God, God. I'm sorry, Blackhawks. Uh, I apologize for my optimism. <laughs> yeah, they they started getting sloppy and there were penalties. They gave up a couple power play goals to let Columbus get back in the game and then just defensive mistakes. And that's kind of been a thing even through this stretch was just mishaps. And part of that comes from Connor Murphy was out. He's he's missed the last two games now with a hip injury and injuries just in general for the Hawks. They keep adding up. So I guess I guess my question to you, because they have been playing better hockey over the last what, two, three weeks? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ten they've recorded points now with the loss yesterday in ten of the last twelve. So they won the last three games before yeah. Yesterday's game. Yeah, and four or five. That that being said, are they playing weaker teams? Or are they just playing better hockey? And is and should the Blackhawks nation uh, have a little optimism that a playoff run could happen? Initially, it looked like they were playing <laughs> the poorer teams because this run started with a sweep over Detroit. And yeah, at the time, Detroit had two wins. I don't. I still don't know how they got those two wins, but Detroit. Beating Detroit really didn't give me all that much confidence. It's like, all right, cool. We beat a team that we're, we should beat because that's like the one team on paper that's probably worse than the Blackhawks. Now, a quick question because I, f- I keep forgetting his name. The goalkeeper that they had in last night, is this the guy they've been rolling with like for most of the season? Or are they still kind of like rotating them out? Yeah, so Kevin Lankin and That's uh, what it was. Yep, he... He was the goalie again last night, and they've just kind of they've stuck with him. He they kind of gave up on Colin Delia. It's been between Subban and uh, Lankinen, and it's been mostly Lankinen. Subban went a couple weeks, or okay, at least a week between starts, and they've just been riding Kevin <laughs> Lankinen lately, and it's it's been working. He's been playing well. 
which is kind of the surprise because he was kind of the third the third choice going into this season, the unknown. But he's played well, and really the defense the defense has shown up a lot better than I thought they would. Connor Murphy, like I said, he has been playing lights out prior to his injury. And to, just to finish my thought on whether they were playing weaker teams or not, like I said, it started with Detroit, but prior to playing Columbus, they beat Dallas twice. Yeah, They took them to overtime, but Dallas has been on fire since they started. And those two wins for the Blackhawks, were the first two losses that Dallas suffered at home. Can can I just say one thing? I did watch one of those Dallas games and it was only because of Dallas's amazingly kick booty uniforms. Those neon those <laughs> like neon those. uniforms are so sharp. So sharp. I was like, ooh. <laughs> now do you think because of Lankinen giving up four goals in the third period, you think they're still gonna roll with him? Or Think? Yeah, I think I think they will because the fact is, he still made I think it was thirty seven saves, he, which would mean forty three shots. The fact that he's getting that he has to face that many shots is ridiculous. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, and Columbus had far too many shots in this game, and part of that was defensive lapses, turnovers, and they just couldn't get out of their own end. That was the big thing, especially in that third period. I know one of the goals. I think it was the one that tied it at five. They were just in the Blackhawks and Dallas, or I'm sorry, Columbus was just switch doing line changes and everything, and the puck just stayed in the Hawks' end. They didn't get a chance to do any line changes, so they had tired tired players on the ice, and eventually, the the puck hit hit the post. Actually, went right to a Columbus player. He followed up the rebound and scored it, and that tied it. And from there, it just felt like a, a gut punch to the Blackhawks. And after that, it was about a minute, minute and a half later that the game winner goes in. Oh, man. Um. So getting back to the question that I asked you, and I'm going to throw this out to our listeners as well. Uh, let us know on our social medias, uh, Facebook and Twitter at Blow T Whistle one there you Blow go. Blow Whistle one Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got it right this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you. Um, is there optimism in the Blackhawk Nation for a playoff run? It's definitely possible. If they keep playing the way that they have been, if they can keep racking up points, it's definitely doable. Four teams from the each division will get in. And so the Blackhawks definitely can. I still think, even though the Hawks beat Dallas twice, I still think Dallas is up there. Tampa's up there. Uh, Florida will probably be up there. But that four spot is... There's a lot of teams that could go for it. Columbus is one of those teams that could potentially take it. And the Blackhawks, if they can figure out a way to shore up that defense or guys start coming back, I mentioned Connor Murphy's out. He'll be out um, 10 to 14 days with that hip injury. So it'll be interesting to see how they do with their defensive pairings without him. And a big part of their success has been their power play which has been just lights out. I'm sorry, just dominant, not so much lights out. It's they're scoring. They've been they've been uh ringing the light actually they cuz they've been putting it in, but the Blackhawks power play has been dominant. However, it is now that top line power play is now missing Andrew Shaw who unfortunately has another concussion. So, and that's a huge concern for the Blackhawks and for Shaw personally. 
because he had a concussion last season, which he suffered in November and ended up missing the rest of the season. And he was considering retirement after that. So to get yet another concussion, that's multiple concussions for his career. It'll be, I'm hopeful that he can come back, but it'll be interesting to see. He might, this might be what ends up causing him to hang up his cleats. So you, so you heard it here first people. (laughs) Yes. Cleats, Cleats, skates, rollers, roller derby, (laughs) skates, you know, whatever. So you heard it here first, Blackhawk Nation. There is optimism to be had. Yeah, Brandon I, said so. I'll, I'll take. I'll give them the the four. I I was not that hopeful at the beginning of the season, but I'm the young kids. They've been playing well, and so they, All I right. think they can they can do it. There you go. All right. Well, that's enough Black Talk. Black Hawk Talk. <laughs> Black Talk Hawk. Black Talk Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> but let's hope they get a win for us tomorrow. All right, boys. We all know what time it is. Oh, yeah. That's right. It's that time for moment. a sports update. There it is. Hey, yo. Joked you. It's only time for the best segment in radio. You're killing me, Smalls. Let us know what made you this week saying, You're killing me, Smalls, on our Twitter and Facebook at BlowTWhistle1, B L O W T Whistle, W H I S T L E 1. I decided to spell some of it. But before, let, let's, do a, let's do a sports update with Brando. Back to your home for sports. SportstownChicago.com. Scoreboard update. Brandon here with your SportstownChicago.com update, powered by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. Blackhawks' Ian Mitchell scored his first career NHL goal, but it wasn't enough as they lose to the Blue Jackets 6-5 after allowing two goals in the final three minutes. The two teams play again tomorrow at 7. In the NFL, Texans part ways with star defensive end J.J. Watt after he asked the team for a release. Twin brothers Marquise Pouncey of the Steelers and Mike Pouncey of the Chargers have both announced their retirements. And Bucks quarterback Tom Brady will have minor knee surgery this offseason, but Bucks head coach Bruce Arians said it is a routine cleanup procedure for the 43-year-old quarterback. Bulls Clippers tonight at 7. Bulls currently sitting one game out of the final play-in tournament spot with a third of the season complete. In baseball, Cubs agree to a multi-year broadcast extension with Entercom that will keep them that will keep 670 the score as their radio home. In the PGA Tour, Patrick Cantley has a two-stroke lead after one round at Pebble Beach and college basketball. Last night, Eastern Illinois lost to Jacksonville State 76-64. UIC lost to Indiana-Purdue-Indianapolis today 89-73. Number 6, Illinois takes on Nebraska tonight at 8. And Western Illinois plays Denver at 7. This has been your SportstownChicago.com update, brought to you by the Illinois Media School. If interested in a career in media, go to BeOnAir.com. That is right. It is You're Killing Me Smalls. Best segment in radio. I don't care what anyone says. I don't disagree. I it's, don't disagree at all. It's a given. Come on. Come who doesn't, who doesn't love yeah, this? Sometimes you just have Come to vent, on. and this gives us our chance. Oh, heck yes. All right, boys. 
I'm going to start it off with Brandon. What made you say you're killing me, Smalls, Brandon? Well, I have to go back to the Blackhawks. The way that that <laughs> game went yesterday, it looked, like I said during the segment, it looked like they had a win. David even said he turned it off going to work saying, ah, that's another win for the Hawks, so I still blame him. I'm Maybe sorry I jinxed him. everybody. I yeah. It's all David's but fault. It goes to the Blackhawks' defense. The Blackhawks' inability to clear their own end of the ice, get the puck out of the zone to do a line change, and that caused four goals in the fourth in the third period including two in the last three minutes so Blackhawks for your inability to clear your own end alright now David let's go to you what made you say you're killing me Smalls you know what as much as I hate to do it and I hate to burn bridges mine's going out to the media okay for your over Reaction to Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy uh. at the celebration. <laughs> Come on now, boys. This guy is a seven-time Super Bowl winning quarterback, five-time MVP of the Super Bowl. He had no pressure, a man wide open, and you're going to still worry about him muffing that throw? Come on, social media and media outlets. For that, I give you a big. Killing me, Smalls. All right. Ooh, it's my turn. <laughs> All right. So this, I wasn't initially gonna have this, but as soon as I found more about it, it's it's just more of a reason to say you're killing me, Smalls. So we all saw the Super Bowl streaker, yeah, Mister yeah, for sure, uh, Man Thong. So the guy, he put a $50,000 bet on him. He put a $50,000 bet that there will be a streaker at the Super Bowl. Yeah. And so it's, it was designed with him and his buddy, and his buddy distracted while he ran out. He ended up winning $375,000 from that. Psych. The website that <laughs> the website that he placed the bet on, they voided it because of tampering. Well, so, yeah. buddy... It's just funny because this guy's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And it's smart. Dude, you could have just had, you could have paid someone else. Be like, hey, I'll give you this amount of money to go streak. And so then they won't know where it came from. And then everyone wins happy money. But yeah, it's just, I just found it too damn funny. So in that case, pink thong man streaker. Great point, Tyler. Like, why aren't you asking a friend, hey, man, I'll give yeah. you $75,000 to streak. Yeah. And the fact that I don't know if he went out or if they just found out that he did it. He posted he, on if, social media. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to go like out and tell moron. everyone, hey, I did this. I, I, <laughs> I pulled a fast one on them. You don't think they're going to see. You went viral. It's the Super Bowl. Of course they're going to see. You can't see hide it. that from anyone. No. Oh, man. People just cracked me up. Yeah. Live and learn, boys. So next year, Brandon, when you streak. Yeah. Hey, if, <laughs> if I get to go to the Super Bowl, that's a win right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you streak and make that money, you get your Super Bowl yeah, tickets we'll for free. Yeah, amongst blow the whistle. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll have Cameron do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's always said that we have to wrap up this segment. But, boys, we got to move on. Boo. The Bulls are coming off an amazing win against the Pelicans, and Levine scored how many points? And the Bulls dropped how many threes? We'll tell you these crazy numbers here on Blow the Whistle. 
I came to Illinois Media School because I want to give back to the current students. It's something that really means a lot to me as an instructor, as a mentor, because I've been in this business for over 20 years. So it meant a lot to me to be able to come back and just teach some of the tricks of the trade to the students here at Illinois Media School. I'm Jonathan Hood from Sirius XM NBA Radio and ESPN Radio from the Illinois Media School campus in Lombard, and I am IMS. Enter the world of a spy by bringing your friends to Safe House in Chicago. Safe House is a spy-themed bar and restaurant that is a perfect combination of interactive entertainment and great food. Just enter through the red door and whisper the password to the agent and your mission begins. If you don't know the password, just complete a fun clearance test to prove you and your friends are not double agents. Safe House is not just about the adventure, though. The food is great, too. Be sure to try my favorite, the Mission Impossible Burger. It's a double bacon cheeseburger topped with onion rings and covered in a spicy ranch and jalapeno relish. Go to Safe House for the chance to follow the footsteps of your favorite spy. For more information, go to safehousechicago.com. Hey, I'm Andy Griggs, asking you to help prevent domestic violence. Domestic violence isn't a woman's issue. It hurts all of us. Women are injured and killed every day by their husbands and boyfriends. So it's time for men to take action right now to teach boys that violence against women is wrong, to help prevent abuse before it starts. Call the Family Violence Prevention Fund at 1-800-END-ABUSE to get a free take action kit containing tips on what to say to boys. That's 1-800-END-ABUSE. Teach early. High School Sports is here and SportsOnChicago.com. We are ready to provide the best high school sports live coverage all across Northern Illinois. From the first kickoff of high school football to the final spike of high school volleyball, we at SportsOnChicago.com are ready to bring you high school sports live. SportsOnChicago.com and STC Friday Night Lights in the league of our own. Daddy, when you look at me, I could see a wheels turning. About what am I going to be when I grow up? A major equals baseman? Maybe a point guard for a national champion. The odds of a child becoming a professional athlete are 1 in 16,000. Far-fetched? Maybe. But did you know the odds of a child being diagnosed with autism are 1 in 166? That's right, 1 in 166. To learn the signs of autism, go to AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Take that exit and get to the Southern Cafe, home of the nasty biscuit on Roselle Road in Roselle. Get over there and try the chicken fried chicken biscuit made with the Southern Cafe's house-made drop biscuit with buttermilk chicken fried chicken smothered in country gravy topped with shredded cheddar and crumbled hickory smoked bacon. I always say that when you go to the Southern Cafe, you come out with two meals with the heaping amounts of food they serve you in every meal. I love to go to a place with outdoor seating. The Southern Cafe has a great outdoor seating area to help social distance, and I get to enjoy my breakfast outdoors. Open 6.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. to give you plenty of time to grab an amazing breakfast or lunch. Now get your butt over to the Southern Cafe on Roselle Road. At the football game, Jim shows the telltale signs of being wasted. He starts flexing for the camera. He refers to his muscles as gunboats. He screams, how's this for a halftime show? Jim streaks the field. It's easy to tell if you've had way too many to drive. But what if you've had just one too many to drive? Never underestimate just a few. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. I'm just a kid, and I've got asthma. You know just how upset I can get when I have an asthma attack. But you can help me. To fight my asthma. Put my teddy bear in the freezer to wipe out dust mites. Dry off my rubber duckies and bath toys to get rid of mold. Discover other simple ways to prevent an asthma attack. Call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS or visit noattacks.org. Brought to you by the U.S. EPA and the Ad Council. Because I don't want to feel like a fish with no water. 
Hey guys, let me tell you about this amazing podcast I listen to every Monday to get my week started off on a positive note called Monday Motivation with Hannah B, a.k.a. Skittles. We call her Skittles because she is so positive. Her topics include staying positive during COVID-19, coping with stress, spreading kindness, hard work pays off, and self-acceptance, plus so much more. It's available on Radio.com and Spotify. Make sure to listen as it will leave you feeling nothing but positive vibes. I got started at IMS here as an instructor a couple years back after I had heard a couple of people I worked with were also instructors here. I'm always here if you need help with developing your what you're passionate about. And that's what most people come here for. They have a passion. They want to do something. They want to do radio play-by-play. They want to do sports talk. They want to do updates, whatever it may be. My name is Fred Huebner. I work at ESPN 1000 as a host and sports anchor. And I am IMS. Levine taking the bump from Bledsoe and a foul. Get in the weight room. Out to White, trying to get him involved early. And there is Kobe White. Nice call. Oh, what a shot by Levine. Levine. Pitch to Kobe. That's a three. Levine has the space. And another three. Give me the hot sauce. White's going to try it again. Kobe White. Bang, bang, bang. Levine had it stripped. Got it back and jammed it in. Oh, White, a deep one. Stop it. Young to Temple to Levine. That's a 40-piece oh. for Zach Levine. Kobe White, he's got space. Another oh, three. That is right. The Chicago Bulls. Whew, what a game they had the other day. Lots uh, of hot sauce going around that lots night. Lots of hot sauce. Thank lots you. Lots of hot sauce. Credit to NBC Sports on that. All right, boys. Let's get started on this. So. The Bulls beat the Pelicans 129 to 116. Levine and White combined for 76 points. 46 with Levine, which was a career high for him. And then obviously, if you do the math right, White with 30. <laughs> was that a career high for White too? Or did he go off a little bit more one other game? I think he had I think he went a little bit more. I think he had like 33 points at one time in one game. I saw still that combined. But still, yeah. 30 points. And the Bulls hit a franchise record of most three-pointers in a game, 25. Who are you, Golden State? Get out of here. (laughs) It's the the Bulls, baby. (laughs) Who are you, Steph Curry? And also the best best tandem, first time with two guys hitting eight of them. Yeah, Yeah. dude. Isn't that in NBA history? That's in NBA history, NBA history, not not just just bowl histories. Dang. First time two players have each had eight or more three-pointers in a game. (sighs) Look at the look at we got, we got the Bulls setting records. We got new Splash Brothers in town. Yeah, yeah look. Thompson Curry, who I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Bulls are a third in the season, like a third of the way into the season, and they are ten and fourteen right now. Can they still make the playoffs? I want to know what you guys say. They play like they did last night. Yeah, to yeah, Duh. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, I see them gelling more and more. Every game, I see a little more cohesiveness. I see a little more. And if somebody like Kobe White has a bad night, Marketing's there and he picks up the slack. I'm starting to see it's going to be scary to see when everybody is healthy because they've had a lot of injuries mm-hmm. or a lot of sicknesses. Right. So once everybody's healthy and everybody's and the veterans are playing ball, dude, it's been nice. Like, not um, only are you getting temple, them, dude, Temple, um, Young, yeah, they're just it's it it's nice because then you got 
the old the older veterans that are like coaching the young players, but then they're also helping them out by actually producing. Yeah, you know it's I mean? been it's been nice to see because they they picked up these veterans, and I was like, meh. Mm. I've, I've always questioned when they do that, but these these they're productive. This group that they picked of veterans, it's been nice, and it and it seems like to me that they're buying into the Billy Donovan system, which. Mm-hmm can only get you so far and and so far so good as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. I mean, they're super young, super talented, but super young. And I've loved the development of the first round draft pick, uh, Williams. Yes. Uh, just unbelievably, he's been doing great. I think, I don't know, oh, actually, I don't think I mentioned this because we haven't talked to Bulls in a while, but previously, like a few games ago, he scored over 20 points. First Bulls rookie to score over 20 points. Yeah, I mean that's like, le- legit. And it's, think ab- think about the rookies that have been in the Bulls yeah. organization. <laughs> First Bulls rookie to score twenty points. He's nineteen. Nine. Yeah. No, he'll, I think he'll it, only get better. I yeah. think it. I don't think it that's was the insane. first Bulls. Uh, rookie, I think it was the youngest. The Bulls, youngest, yeah. I'm sorry. Youngest Bulls, youngest rookie. Bulls rookie. That's what it was. It that's was what youngest it was, yeah. Bulls rookie. Nineteen, and you dropped twenty in the NBA. Yeah. Hello. Toying with these old men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. Oh, no. What'd you? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, going off. Uh, yeah. Whether or not they can get in the playoffs. I definitely think they can. The The NBA has a revised playoff format this year where it's the top 10. So the top six are guaranteed in the playoffs. And then there's a little play in tournament from seven through 10 to determine the seven and eight seed. I don't know if the Bulls can jump all the way up to six to secure that spot. That'd be a stretch. But they can definitely get in that play-in. Hey, I called four seed at the beginning of the year. I'm sticking to it. Yeah, I know. That, I was a little it's shocked it's that you said that. It's possible. I'm going to it, hold my guns. It'll take, it'll take some run in the, this, the, last, the second half of the season to get there. But if you look at it, the Knicks are a game in front of them. Mm-hmm. The Knicks are just falling apart lately. They started off hot. Maybe they can refine it, but it doesn't look it doesn't look great. I mean, they did just get Derrick Rose. I back think and I everything. think that and might so be that a huge help. key to them. So getting a it will bit be interesting. I yeah. still think the Bulls can pass them, and the Bulls can probably pass the Heat too, who's right above. Yeah, right above the Knicks. So they the Bulls are right there. They're right in the thick of it. It's like it's like a three four way tie because you got Atlanta that's eleven and thirteen, Miami eleven and fourteen, New York eleven and fifteen, and then us at the Bear, the Bulls at ten and fourteen. So it's like yeah. it's a four way game right here. I boy, can I just say I'm loving the fact that everybody's reconstructing their playoff system. It's making it a lot more exciting come playoff time for sure. Like the NFL did it. I, Please, please, MLB, if you're listening, <laughs> let's extend it a little more. Let's do it. Well, they did more. extend it. They, they, extended they did. They last year. They, oh, again? Or, they no, extended la- it last, last year. year. Yeah. I'm hoping they keep it for this year or maybe extend it a little yeah, bit. As of now, the extension doesn't carry over uh, for MLB. But NFL, okay. that seven seed, that wasn't just a COVID thing. That is supposed to carry oh, on. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, I'm not sure about the NBA one. If I would love of this season or if it's set to carry. It just makes it more exciting come postseason time. There's so many teams that are able to get in and – so many scenarios that can go on that 
made things so exciting. It makes it so much more fun. It yeah. does. The The only issue I would have is if you start letting too many people in, is it yeah. kind of makes the regular season obsolete. It's kind of like, yeah, right, yeah, why are see. we even playing? Well, because you're not like taking the best of the best. You're I just kind of getting like the mediocres. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's, let's, let's call it like we see it. Um, there is a certain great greatest of all time of his generation that doesn't play very darn hard during the regular season. But once he gets into that postseason, it's a whole new LeBron. <laughs> I know. LeBron doesn't care if he's the number one seed. He just doesn't. And he's come out and said as much. Mm-hmm. So I can see where you're coming from. But there are a lot of players, a lot of the veteran players, actually, that will come out and say, I could care less what seed I am in. If I make the playoffs, that's when that's when it starts. Yeah, I just want to be a playoff and team. And that is how it is. And that's why a lot of people, if you're not like a huge fan of whatever sport, not just basketball, but whatever sport, if you're not a huge fan of it, you'll say, all right, well, I'll tune in when the playoffs start. Because it is more competitive, obviously. There's more on the line. But I... If everyone makes it, then why not just do like a season tournament? Basically, just have it as a March Madness type of deal. Oh, that'd be outrageous! And yeah, just have would, everyone. That would be outrageous. Oh, I would love that. I, that would be outrageous. I would love every moment of it. All right. Well, so um, back going to the back, Bulls. yeah, back to the Bulls. <laughs> back to the Bulls. <laughs> we flow, We drifted away yeah. a little bit, but uh, so let's say sidebar. <laughs> so, oh, I didn't even say. So yeah, I say. Like exactly what David said, they keep playing as they're playing, like they played the other night, which they have a game uh, tonight against the Clippers, which we'll talk about that shortly. But um, I think they they can sneak their way in in the playoffs in the East, just because it seems tightly competitive to where they're sitting. Like everyone's sitting at like damn near the same record, so it's I think it's in the East. It's kind of jump ball for anyone. And then um, so let's go on with what they need to change or what they need to work on um, for them to be able to make it in the playoffs, to be successful and move their way up to knock these other teams out. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I've been saying this all the time. Defense. It's, I was about defense, to say. Defense, defense, I'm, defense. And I'm, I think, I'm, waiting, yeah, I'm waiting for Tyler to come. Yep. <laughs> and that's, I, honestly, I think that they're, they're what, top five team yeah. in scoring? For, they've been like that for like the longest time, yeah. You sure up that defense even a little bit. If you're even average to above average, you don't have to be a great defense with the way they score. No. Yeah. And I think just as just as big or maybe even more so is the turnovers. They that just puts the defense behind. Yeah. Because now you're you're having to run back and get get set again. Like you're just giving it away. And that's what they've they're up near the top in terms of number of turnovers per game. And so I think turnovers, they have to shore that up somehow. Just play safer with the ball. Absolutely. Just tighten up defense a little more and just play get more basketball IQ. You just need to be a little yeah. smarter with everything. Absolutely. Um, I want to talk a little bit about, because we know All-Star Weekend's coming up here. Actually, you know what? Let me throw this out to them before you start talking Go about it. Go for it. Go for it. To our listeners. Do you think it's an absolute travesty that that Zach Levine is sitting number five amongst guards in the NBA All-Star voting? We'd like to hear your thoughts, your comments. Hit us up on Twitter, Facebook at Blow T Whistle One. That's B-L-O-W-T 
W H I S T L E one. Absolutely, because that oof, that I have a lot of. Tyler's getting red faced. I'm getting a little like a tomato. T- T- Tyler's getting red faced. <laughs> so it's it's ridiculous. It's, it's absolutely, absolutely ridiculous. One, he last year he got snubbed. I think he definitely should have made it to the All Star uh, team. And this year is a no doubter. He's going to make it, but he's only sitting at five. I'm like, I'm sorry, but amongst guards, amongst the guards, I'm looking at right here on player stats throughout the whole NBA, all positions. He's sitting at number five. He's sitting at number number five guard overall. guard wise. He's four because you got Beal, Curry, Lillard, and then Embiid snuck him way snuck his way in four, and then you got Levine. So. I guess it's not too terrible, yeah, but th- those are all good names ahead of him. But yeah, the way he's been playing and the dude. way that he's just carried this and, team, yeah. dude. Unreal. And honestly, the only the only player that is above him in the voting that I have a little issue with is Jalen Brown. I Jalen's had a great year. Don't get me wrong, but Zach's been far and away the that, better the better player between the two. The other three are you know Beals on fire. In Washington, mm-hmm. oh yeah, and then you got two staples, Kyrie Irving and James Harden. I mean, you're just you're you're not going to supplement them. Because I think what it is is that people are voting on the name, even though Zach well, Levine's a big name. But it's like Jalen Brown. Come on, I mean, he's like you said, he's playing well, but give it to the guy that deserves it. That this dude is putting the Bulls on his back and just going hell on. Uh, oh, he's going hey haywire. Heyday. Dude, he's, he's going he's, he's absolute nuts. Yeah, absolutely killing it right now. Um, real quick, Bulls play Clippers tonight at seven. Um, how do you guys feel about this game? Do you think if they played as well as they played against the Pelicans, I got the Bulls tonight. Think they I'll could take win? the Bulls tonight. How about you, Brandon? I think it'll be close. I, I think the Clippers will actually win this one, but I think it will be close. And the Bulls are starting to come together. Way to go, Brandon! Way to put it out there. <laughs> Now if they Absolutely. lose, you, we can we can blame now we can blame Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> we can blame Brandon on Monday. Well, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm hoping for a Bulls win as long as they keep that mojo going that they played the other day. I think it could be a really good game. Um, unfortunately, boys, this is the end of our show. Oh, I know it was a great show. It's always a great show. What the hell am I talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Um, for everyone that listened, thank you, and for anyone that doesn't listen. You're, you're missing out. Listening. You're missing out. Um, in case if you did miss, don't forget you can listen to our previous shows on Spotify and Anchor at Blow the Whistle, and stay tuned because we have Injured Reserve Show uh, up next, and they are a good show. So, Tyler, Brandon, David, Blow the Whistle Crew. We'll see you guys Monday. The Illinois Media School. We've been an institution in the Chicagoland area now for 30 years. Because the broadcasting world is always changing, so are we. Not only are we teaching radio and television production, but now you can learn all aspects of the media industry, like web design, 